Because over the years, I will say, because we've we've been on the budgets and we also have been very tight on space. So we have tried quite a plethora <laughs> of home fitness equipment. And I feel like we've narrowed in on those items that we think are not only really effective and very versatile, but are also worth, you know, maybe they're a little bit more expensive than like, Mm -hmm. you know, what you can go to Target to find. But we've found some great brands and we've found just some great items. So we're excited to share and we'll... We'll kind of do a comparison a little bit afterwards and see based off of what popular, you know, articles and media are sharing, how our recommendations stack up. Mm -hmm. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We have a throwback episode for you today. Um, we were partying hardy this weekend. So we are... Partying uh, hardy? What's that? Partying hardy? That's right. A partying hard? Yeah. Party hardy. <laughs> Party hardy. Anywho, uh, we, uh, we weren't going to... We are... Our energy levels are very low, I should say. <laughs> yeah. We're um, dragging. We celebrated Shannon's 40th birthday. I know we kind of alluded to it in the last week's episode. So if you could sum it up in one word, what would it be? Joy. There we go. Joyful birthday celebration. We'll give you guys more about that next week. Uh, Maybe uh, what's got you pumped. I don't know if it's two weeks out. We'll see. I mean, it's. I feel like the joy is going to continue. It it was a great weekend. That's great. So we're going to... Rest and recover, and but you guys deserve a, a great episode. So we're going to give you a throwback episode, way back to 2020. Uh, we're actually going to talk about some uh, our our most recommended at home exercise equipment lists. We're going to give you guys some ideas, maybe. Uh, so what you how you can outfit your home gym. Yes. So. Uh, please give us, uh, don't forget to give us a rating review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. Follow us on Instagram and share the podcast with a friend. So without further ado, here's an old school episode of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. We've got a very, uh, I would say informative episode today because... I've been running into lots of people, especially over the last few months, that have been wanting to know what is the ideal at-home workout equipment or what should they buy for their at-home workouts because a lot of people are forced to work out at home. So we're going to give you our basically list of items you should have for your home workouts. Yeah, this is like a very top-of-mind, frequently-asked-question sort of episode. Mm -hmm. So... If you, like many others, have been curious about stocking your own home gym, this is the episode for you. That's right. So before we jump into that, guys, we want to thank you guys for listening. And thanks for sharing the podcast with a friend. We can see that you're doing uh, via the download numbers going up each week. So thank you and keep on doing what you're doing. And don't forget to leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page when you get a chance. So uh, training recaps. We've got a... I think essentially a training recap that involves something that seems uh, like everybody can do it. Everybody has done it, I'm sure. But it is definitely a lot of training involved in it, a lot of physical activity it's, involved. It's like a, it's like a marathon. <laughs> it's, I feel like we should have been training for this particular event. Well, I think, I think we were. I mean, staying physically active gave us the ability to do yeah i mean here we are we're not spring chickens anymore Mm -mm. and we actually packed and moved and unpacked our entire house in well i mean we didn't pack everything Mm -hmm. all in one day we 
probably packed it over several days, but mm-hmm. um, we had like a marathon pack, move, unpack yes. to the point where we were essentially on our feet doing a million squats for about four days. Mm-hmm. And my like my one of my feet is actually still hurting from it and this is we've been we've been in much more moderate settling mode now for mm-hmm. a bit and it's it's still affected me like a lot <laughs> yeah i mean i mean the major stuff started on a friday night and you know we loaded the big stuff into our u-haul because like shannon said we decided to do it all pretty much ourselves Oh, yeah. Um, so the major things, uh, moved it, uh, especially bedding and sofas and, um, dressers and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So moved that into our new house. So we would have somewhere to sleep on the first night in our new house. Yep. Then, uh, then proceeded to go back the next day to get everything else, load that into the truck. So and take many that boxes. To yeah. yeah. Boxes, tons of bags. I mean, all of the stuff that was in our shed, all mm-hmm, of the stuff yeah. that, like, the knickknack, like, kind of s- stuff that <laughs> just had to go into boxes and, like, get li- labeled miscellaneous. Mm-hmm. And and then we had to clean our old house. Yeah. And patch walls and paint walls. Now, I think uh, if we had to say which item was the heaviest or items were, I would say, like kind of like packed the most bang for your bunk, buck, if you will. What would it be? What do you mean packed the most bang for my buck? Basically, what was the heaviest <laughs> item in the smallest package that we had to move? Um, the heaviest item in the smallest package? I think you're, you should be know where I'm going with this. It's mm. one of the few things that are still in boxes right now. Oh, <laughs> yes, there are. We only have, now this is not counting all the things we have in storage, but we have about 10 boxes packed with books. And I am not kidding when I say, like, you lift one of these boxes and it's it's a, it's a heft. I mean, how much do you think one of those boxes weighs? Because let's be honest, I do not buy light paperback books. Most of these are hardcovers. Yeah, I would say the uh, average 40 pounds would probably be a good place to start. And because we were in a rush and, you know, didn't want to take anything slow, we stacked them. So most of them were moved in pairs, which is about 80 pounds, 60 to 80 pounds. Yeah, you decided to do that. I decided to do that because they're they are small, but they are like little bricks. <laughs> and I was just down. I was basically like thinking home sprint. And I did so many squats. So many squats, but yeah. I will be I will say I'm really proud. I didn't strain my back. Mm-hmm. I agree. I used all legs. I did it all with like deep squats. Yeah, and it was totally worth it because my back, even though it was tired, I did not have any back injuries. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think everything. I think both of us used very good form. So I said my back was <laughs> very tired. Good form. <laughs> my back was tired, but it wasn't like I said, no strain. Can you no see? Twinges. Can you see Nick over there, like saying, "Yep, mm-hmm, good squat. All right, straighten your back, yeah. chin up." <laughs> yeah, I was worried because I think I. For some reason, in the middle of last week, I I strained my upper back or something like that. Just sadly saying I did a push-up and strained my upper back. <laughs> Just one of those stupid things. Well, yeah, exactly right. I was messing moved, around with some of my centimeter the wrong clients. way. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but and then luckily I thought I was going to, you know, I was going to suffer from it during the move. But I felt pretty good. So, like I said, besides, I think the thing that hurt on me the most, my feet were dead. You know, I didn't, I don't oh, think I got yeah. any, anything like you got with a plantar fasciitis oh, or whatever strange so fun. arch. And then, uh, but my hands, my hands were killing me. My hands felt like stuff. someone's basically rubbed three layers of skin yeah. off. 
So it was is what it felt like. I said, like. I'm, I'm glad my I've been working on my grip strength, so I know it served me, but my hands were just fatigued like hell. But yeah, and also we in. we didn't we could learn a few things from like professional movers. They usually wear gloves. They usually yeah. use like you know trunk support. Yeah. yeah, probably something we should do at the end of all of this. What we realized it was a real thing we learned. Well, that I don't want to do this again. That was the real thing we learned. That this was the first and well, not yeah. first, but this was our last time. We were this be moving. was the last time. Like I actually have found a love of packing, a love of unpacking, like mm-hmm. organizing things. I can totally get down with that. I love it. The moving of all the stuff because now I remember when we moved apartment to apartment or apartment, even apartment to house. It was not bad because we had a fraction of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, over the years, we've invested a little bit more into heavier, more substantial furniture. Now, granted, I still have some key Ikea pieces <laughs> like our couch that is going to go get trashed at some point later this month. But there are still like some of Ella's furniture are like our dining room table, um, our bed. Like these are things that are just heavier now. And so we have more substantial stuff and we have more of it. Mm-hmm. And my books have doubled since the last time we probably moved. So yeah, it is not worth the brutality on your body, especially mm-hmm. when you do it with just a couple people. Yeah. If you have a giant family that will help, I know we've seen like at our storage unit, we've seen like parties of people yeah. like rallying together to move a bunch of stuff. That was not us. No, no. Like I we, said. we, we gave Ella to the capable hands of my parents and the dog yeah. also went, but the cat was with us. Cat supervised. <laughs> the cat supervised everything and we did it just the two of us. And that was, it was brutal. Yeah, like I said, important lesson to learn first and last time. Mm-hmm. Whenever we do move again, like you said, we can pack and pay somebody to move. And that will happen. Yep. So, but in addition, we did get a couple workouts in at the new house. Yes. I know I got a Peloton and a kettlebell workout, and you got a. I did hit a. Workout, right? I did a hit workout, and I did a little bit of yoga. There we go. So you know we got our workout room, and it's. Um, I think it's, like I said, it seems to be working out even though it is close proximity to Elle's room. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> I think it is It is going to work out nicely. Yeah, it's um, it's our office doubles as a workout space. So we've got pretty much everything we need and a good amount of space to move around so we can both still get in there. I think if we had to... We could also work out in the living room. And then once we do get our back porch uh, screened in, (laughs) that will also make a really good workout space for Mm -hmm. like a hit workout. Yep. Because once you get rid of the bug situation, you can put on a light, go to town out there. You can jump around, Mm -hmm. jump, jump around, (laughs) and it would be fine. Yeah, I agree. So that's exciting when the whenever we do that, get those all completed. So, uh, but yeah, now um, kind of the things we've already mentioned, some of the pieces that we were able to use in our training at home and in our new workout spaces, we're going to talk to or let you guys know what you maybe should invest in for your home workouts. Yeah, because over the years, I will say because we've we've been on the budgets and. We also have been very tight on space. So we have tried quite a plethora (laughs) of home fitness equipment. And I feel like we've narrowed in on those items that we think are not only really effective and very versatile, but are also worth, you know, maybe maybe they're a little bit more expensive than like... Mm -hmm you know, what you can go to Target to find. But we've found some great brands and we've found just some great items. So we're excited to share and we'll we'll kind of do a comparison 
little bit afterwards yeah. and see based off of what popular, you know, articles and media are sharing, right. how our recommendations stack up. Mm-hmm. So do you want to trade off or did you want to go first about or just rapid fire? We can switch back and forth. All right. So I'm going to throw myself in first and go first. Um, Cause I think the number one thing you should get uh, is a good mat, a good workout mat. Yeah. And I am very biased cause I feel like I have a really awesome one and I take it with me and I train clients on it. Um, it's essentially a roll up wrestling mat. So I know wrestling mat, people don't really probably know what I'm, but it's basically almost a three quarter inch foam. <laughs> it's not something you can throw into yeah. like on your bag. No, <laughs> like on it your is back. not. It is not. <laughs> but like I said, it is. It is for if you're looking for, especially if you have it at home, you can store it in for home. an at home gym. Yes. Yeah, if you've got some space. Absolutely right. So, like I said, it's three quarter inch or quarter three quarter inch. Yes, three quarter inch foam underneath, and then it has a vinyl top on top of it. So it is very durable. Um, it's very easy to clean. Um, so, and you can, it would protect your floor. Obviously, if you live in an apartment, you probably still don't want to drop anything on it. Um, but it would protect your floor from if you were using weights too. Um, so I highly recommend it. I, I got it from AK Athletics. I looked recently. You can get one for about $200. So, yeah, it's a little bit pricey. Obviously, there's other yoga mats out there or mats in general. Yeah, I would say like it's a great mat. Because I've I've been on it. You've used we've used that over the years, mm-hmm. and it there is nothing like you can have a freaking cement pad, and you put this on there, comfortable as a cloud. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's just so much more uh, enjoyable than just a thin mat. But it is not exactly portable. Um, Nick trucks it around because mm-hmm. you know he brings the gym to people's homes, yeah. but. It is something that you would probably like if you do have a closet or you have an outdoor space that you want to use it. You can roll it up really easily and stick it in the corner, yep. but it is something that's a little bit bulkier. Yeah, you're not going to take it to the park to do yoga, like no. Shannon said. You're, that is very true. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't strap it to your back if you're riding to a, a yoga session. So Yeah. But, Fortunately, you could do yoga in the park nowadays, but probably yoga studios not. But like you said, if if for an at home, I think it's a good investment. But there are other options too out there. I just I think a good mat in general is fairly important with a well, little bit of padding too. Something that's just those thin little, almost remind me of like not not coasters, but what are the pads you put in drawers so things don't slide around? Anti-slip pads. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, I'd, sometimes they're so cheap, I just don't think they're worth it. They're essentially, I mean, just protect you from laying on the ground. Very, yeah, very, I mean, it's support. it's better than nothing, I will yeah, say that. true. Like, you can get some of them, like the, I think it's like the Gaia, the Gaia yoga mats. Mm-hmm. And my recommendation was actually going to be a really good quality yoga mat. So there right. are several out there. It There's a cringe factor to it for people who may not, maybe you don't practice yoga a lot. Um, you may, you might cringe at the almost, you know, they go like around a hundred bucks, a really mm-hmm. good yoga mat. But a really good yoga mat is also, it makes a world of difference. And not just with yoga. Like it really does help, again, having something. And this is, we're talking home gym. So we're not talking about what's the best yoga mat for my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about for home. Like getting something that's got a little bit of cushion on it. But that's also nice and sticky. But that's real nice and easy to clean up. <clears throat> I have a lot of, of qualms with Lululemon as a general company, man, you know, like manufacturer. We know they've all had they've had hiccups over the years, but they do have some really amazing yoga mats, mm-hmm. and they are still around that like hundred, even a little above that price points. But you can get a beautiful 
yoga mat, like a Buick of a yoga mat <laughs> as a Buick owner. <laughs> uh, like, you know, it's, it's not, it's not like a fancy, it's not like bells and whistles. It's not going to do the work for you, but it's just such a great foundation. And it's also an amazing mat to use for like your HIIT workouts. It gives you just that nice stick. I like to work out with bare feet mm-hmm. a lot of times and using that my feet stick i don't have to worry about sliding around it's just awesome so again it's worth saving up i know you can get a mat at target for 25 bucks 30 bucks they're better than nothing but what both nick and i are saying is that your mat is your foundation and Mm -hmm. it really pays to get a good one yep so we said lululemon pants and mat gotcha not pants what I've heard such good things. Yeah. Uh, anywho, so the next thing, and I say, I'm sure we've mentioned it on this podcast before. Um, it's probably the one piece of equipment that I say is the most cost-effective piece of exercise equipment um, as far as basically cost-to-benefit analysis, and that is the jump rope. Oh, yeah. Jump rope, you can get a quality <laughs> one for under 20 bucks, and essentially pi- provides you with phenomenal workout cardio strengthening helps with mobility and dexterity in your feet um, and ankles and it's just i mean there's and it's simple i mean it's super, i mean 20 bucks you're, you're that's a high-end one you can get one for under 10 and have a quality one still yeah so. don't give in to the instagram ads for like the crossfit ropes mm-hmm. unless you are a serious jump roper and i mean yeah. i'm talking you can do some like double unders without even blinking. Mm-hmm. If you even know what that is, then you probably are already pretty serious about mm-hmm. jump ropes and you you likely already have a set of right. good jump ropes, but it doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah, that's this is one of those ones you should can go to a Target or a Walmart and buy what they yeah. offer there because first you got to learn the jump rope mm-hmm. and it's then, not as easy then you, as you can think. advance in your jump rope uh, repertoire as far as, you know, like you said, speed ropes and things like that, stuff with bearings and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's definitely, uh, definitely my pride, the something that must have piece of equipment at your home gym. Um, what about you? You got anything else? You got a recommendation? I do. And this is an item that, um, I've tried a lot of inexpensive ways to replicate, but in terms of versatility, and especially if you don't have space for a lot, when I was in an apartment, it was just me. I didn't have space. I didn't have, I didn't want to tote around weights. I just wanted something that was going to deliver a really great upper body because for women, I think like a lot of women get intimidated by weights and also our upper body strength is just not usually where we focus a lot of energy, but this item delivers it all. And that is the dip station. So this is specifically like a standing dip station. There's a couple different variations. You can get one that's basically like a continuous flow of metal. That's sort of like two humps (laughs) that are really like rigid that have a, like a, a grip section on the top. And then the rest of it is the stability on the bottom. They also have some that look like um, H's, you know, like that sit on their sides and you you can separate them so that you can kind of decide like how far apart you want. There's a lot of different versions. I think I bought a $50 dip station. I think that's about how much it was. And I used that thing to death and I did try everything. I did... I tried like the pull-ups on the underside of the table. I tried, you know, a broom between two chairs. Um, you know, anything to to replicate kind of like a pull-up. The pull-ups were the best for me to get upper body strength and also work on grip. The dips were also great, but they, you know, that's like a totally different. They work completely different muscles. It's just such a versatile piece. And especially since they're making the kinds that you can essentially, you know, be two pieces and then stack over in a corner, it could be. I used to use mine as a drying rack. (laughs) I mean, it was very versatile. It just sat in the corner of my living room and it was fantastic. 
it just did a lot for me and it didn't cost a lot of money. And mm-hmm. actually, I think, was that one of the items that we put in storage? Because we just did not, it did not make the stagers cut. And yeah. it was one of the things that we either gave away or. I think it's in storage. We have it in storage. I, it in I storage. freaking love that thing. Like I still, to this day, I'm like, oh, I have such warm feelings and I I miss that thing. I would, I would gladly work that back into my routine. Yeah. And I remember, I mean, like you were doing, we could do kicks over top of it. You can oh, do yeah. like you a bunch can of different things. So do yeah. Lots of stuff. And like you said, it was just, it, you know, really just, um, and versatile, you know? Like. Yeah. And it teaches you grip strength, which mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot. You know, I, I know you've talked about the importance of like hanging yes. and like how your pull up bar, you know, used to do that a lot. Mm-hmm. It used to do that every day. Um, I think that this, the dip station, it gives you that very important um, strength building around grip, whether it's hanging or you're pushing off. Um, it is uncomfortable at first. I'm not going to lie because we just don't do it in our day-to-day lives. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's awesome because it builds it and it is not that much money like i think i looked online and the ones that are separated like two separate pieces you can get for like 85 bucks or you buy the like the 50 dollars one i mean it's it's a good it's a good deal it's a great piece it does amazing things so yeah that was that was one of mine yeah that's a good one definitely a good one um, I think the next one I'm going to recommend is resistance bands. Um, so there's a whole, like, that's kind of a whole category in itself. There's so many different types. Um, the one thing I would recommend, um, first and foremost, are mini resistance bands. So these are mini, or they call them resistance <laughs> loops. Um, the best one I recommend, I've always used, I use at the gym, I use with my clients, I tell people to buy them, are perform better. Um, you can go to performdever.com. They have a little four pack of the basically different resistance. They have like an easy, a medium, hard, and extra hard. Um, so those are like that's you can get that variety pack for under ten bucks. These are so versatile. You use them for you can put them on your ankles, your arches, your knees, above your knees. You can use them for upper body exercises. I just started doing some uh, um, basically lat pull downs with them around your wrist so you can do them around your wrist you can do i mean they're so versatile and there's so much stuff you can do with it um so and like i said for under 10 bucks you get a pack of four of different resistance it's like once again bang for your buck these are these are really where it's at these and perform super better. space saving yeah i mean you so can, you take can these, travel with these you bad can boys. travel with these exactly take them anywhere you want um the mini bands from uh perform better um, now they have, they have extra large mini bands, which is somewhat confusing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, cause I, I fell victim to buying the extra large mini bands, but they're also good too. They're actually probably a little bit better for, um, upper body movements too. So, cause they're a little bit wider and give you a little bit more, um, slack. So I would definitely recommend getting maybe one of each of those color, which is probably right around, um, it's a little over $10. So just you, over 10. Yeah. So, I mean, you can get two sets for under 20 bucks for both and have you be set, honestly. Now, now there are other resistance bands. You can get some with handles and stuff like that. You can get the stuff that attached to a door or, um, that basically have a, a door attachment where you can put it inside the door, close the door and use it as almost like a cable machine. Um, I do recommend those too, but you got to make sure you have a good door that closes. Um, that won't pull open when you're doing a resistance band because especially if you're doing a row and you're facing it and it snaps off you definitely don't want that so um, those are good to have um, and usually there's there's um, sets that are about about fifty dollars or so with varying resistance and they have all the attachments they have ankle attachments they have the door attachment um, and they have the handles that go with them so um you know, you can find some good ones, you know, look on, I can't remember my brand. I think Black Mountain was one of the resistance band brand, uh, brands, but, uh, you know, there, there are definitely ones you can find online. I would avoid, and this is not, this is just, I've had several people that have bought 
tried to buy resistance bands on Amazon over the last few months. Um, and they've had, had essentially no luck. Basically, they ordered them. The, the company took their money, not Amazon, but whoever they bought them through, and they never got their product. Ooh. So, um, you know, basically, I don't know what it is. I don't know where, if it's coming from, if it just got lost in the, in the shipping or what, but consistently, I mean, it was three people that ordered resistance band that never got the product because they bought, not because they bought them through Amazon, but they bought them through Amazon. So, um, maybe deal with direct with another company, like through their website. Um, if you want to do the resistance band, but I also, I highly recommend perform better website for, for those mini bands. So. That's yeah. definitely my next recommendation. Let's do one more each for our home gym recommendations. All right. Well, this one might be on your list, but it is one of my favorites. It's the kettlebell. Mm-hmm. Specifically like a 15 pound, a 10 to 15 pound. Like if you can have, it's great to have a smaller one here and there, but like a 15 pound I feel like is a really happy Mm-hmm. weight because it's you can do like a kettlebell swing with 15 pounder and have it still be impactful but you can even use it in terms of single arm movements right which i think are one of the beauties of a kettlebell but it's such an awesome item because you can you can lift it you can swing it you can press it like the amounts of things you can do with this sucker are just endless and you don't need that many. You can get two or three of them and feel like you've got a world of options. Mm-hmm. So they are probably among like and I wouldn't get I wouldn't get like a crap one, you yeah. know, but you don't need to get the ones that are what are like the gorilla face ones yeah, that are super expensive. Yeah. You don't need to get those. Um, you can get a decent kettlebell. Like you can get them at Target. I'm pretty sure at one point I did get one yeah. in like a pinch. But getting like the solid like metal ones, yeah. I actually have had better luck with those because even though they're metal, um, they were like smoother. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think some of the like the rubberized ones are a little bit. Um, you know, I guess they're probably not the, the weights, like you said, it's, uh, it's not as consistent. Yeah. So it's, um, but the uh, metal is like, it is, it, yeah. that feels good. It feels right. good in your hand actually, surprisingly. Yeah. And I would say if you can find them, definitely get it because they are a hot commodity right now. They any, are. Any free weights is going to be a tough thing to come by nowadays. Yep. Um, but but yeah, maybe you, like maybe said, look for yeah. like um, some that are people are giving away or yep. that are selling like said, online. Yep. Craigslist. Um, this That'd is be a one good of the item. good reasons to go to Craigslist is for workout equipment nowadays. And like you said, Facebook Marketplace. I have seen some of that stuff. Um, and there are some websites like Rogue Fitness and every once in a while they'll have stuff available and then but it gets bought up quick quick. so yeah yeah if you're really in the market you should be just be monitoring the website on a regular basis so yeah yeah the kettlebell is great like you said and you can just have one piece and be very versatile so yeah you know so that's uh, that's a good recommendation so did i steal yours no 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 my last one um, I'm trying to debate between these two, and this may be just like a personal. I'm um, wondering if I know what it is, because I, I, I know one other that I almost did. I'm going to go with, um, and this is, I think, honestly, I think stick mobility is my oh, recommendation um, for a couple of reasons, because I think mobility is obviously something that some people neglect when it comes to their home workout. Um and also, but it can also be used, sticks can also be used for strength training, mm-hmm. um, for isometric strength training. And it's basically uh, anybody can benefit from it, you know, from the most conditioned person to the most deconditioned person. So you can build strength on both sides of the spectrum. And then also, um, you know, they are, they're relatively, you know, like you said, they are, you know, you can have a seven foot stick. So it could, it takes 
up a little bit of space, but you know, storing them under the bed or in a uh, or somewhere in a closet is possible. Um, but also in in regards to the fact that um, they've kept up with demand now, as far as when the quarantine happened, so they're having a less than a week turnaround of you know getting product to people. That is um, impressive. So it's it's like yeah, it's very they're very on top of things in regards to that. And I've had a once again had a client who bought sticks once quarantine happened, um, and you know they they were having a problem with the website when they first ordered. So we had to call and basically, you know, they apologized and took, you know, 50 bucks off his order for the inconvenience, even though it was just, they had a new website, it wasn't, didn't launch correctly. So, um, but that's all, you know, that's months ago. So, um, but yeah, so I recommend it. I know I'm biased, but I think everybody, <laughs> I think people can benefit from stretching mobility. And then you have the isometric strength benefits of it, which is, you know, is basically, for anyone, it can be you know, everyone can benefit from it. So it doesn't matter how conditioned or deconditioned. Do your runner up? I have one runner up item that is like a up? like a quick mention. Go for it. The yoga blocks. Yoga blocks. Yes, that is a good one. That's they a very good are one. ridiculously versatile and yep. they are cheap, man. Yep. That's good because I always I have clients that I always and that's probably not to give it away if any of my clients are listening, but. I've got, we've talked about giving a little gift to some of my virtual training clients who've kind of stuck with me over the last few months due to the, you know, uh, through the whole quarantine and shutting down of gyms. Um, and that's one of the gifts I'm thinking about giving them because Ooh. that's like you said, and it's oh, very beneficial. And, can, so and I always, <laughs> I always forget which of my clients who I work with virtually have them and don't. So I always ask, do you have a yoga block? And he's like, no. And I'm like, oh. Okay, sorry. So you're like, sorry. you need a yoga Yeah, I know I got to send it to you. So. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that was a, that's a few pieces. And of course, we could uh, go on. I know we can go on in hours for this. But we did check out um, Rolling Stone put out a, a article basically during um, the whole quarantine time about uh, your some must-have exercise equipment. And a few ones we've already mentioned. What did, did they, they put, have? They put this out uh march march of this year march 23rd 2020 so right in the smack dab middle of uh, the whole stay at home stuff especially at least for around here mm. you know they have free weights obviously like we said you know yep. tough commodity right now but um definitely a good benefit to have number two yoga mat so we mentioned the mats yep. um jump rope number three boom Hello. we're all thinking in uh thinking Ooh, for rowing machine now obviously what? this is uh apparently for people who uh, have unlimited uh budget and um, rowing space yeah rowing machine great piece of i think probably the number one cardio machine in my opinion is a rowing, rowing machine i um, like rowing machines so they're really they are worth it if you can um, concept two guys that they're the best out there yes there's a lot there's a lot more in the market and they're they're probably some comparable ones but when the brand that's stood stood the test of time is concept two um five stationary bike and obviously we are lucky enough to have the peloton so They've got some other generic stationary bike that mm -hmm. <laughs> doesn't even stand a, stand even, a chance. Number six, world. which is another one that I figured out about, but I'm a huge fan of, the suspension trainer. So the TRX system. Um, definitely, definitely a good piece of exercise equipment that you can have. Um, pretty versatile. Um, they have outdoor versions that you can, you know, attach to a stationary object. They have some that you can throw over a door. Once again, you got to have a pretty solid door to make sure they can support your weight. Um, yeah. but, um, obviously be idealist if, if you basically had a anchor into some sort of, you know, concrete wall and or two by four. But yes, uh, TRX, great, great piece of exercise equipment. Uh, seven, a smart treadmill. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, you know, your home equipment. Because when you're home, <laughs> mm -hmm. you can't go run <laughs> yeah. outside. Exactly. You know. Uh, number eight, a balance board. No, that's not you know a terrible idea. Those are pretty uh, good, like a Bosu ball too. Yeah, know? I was gonna say I'd, a Bosu ball. I'd maybe get, but mm -hmm. 
That yeah. thing, that looks just expensive. Yeah, balance and stability, definitely a, kind of an underrated uh, part of, especially like, a, oh gosh, what have I done? I hit, a, <laughs> I hit an ad, oh no. Oh no, all right, going back. You're going to get uh, weird nine, ads now. This is a good call, medicine ball. True. Definitely a good call because they're probably a little bit more easy to get nowadays than the kettlebell and things like that. Yeah. Some of them have handles. Obviously, you can't do the same thing as a kettlebell, but definitely provides you with weight and resistance. I would recommend, um, especially if you don't have a concrete wall, get it what they call slam balls. Oh, uh, I or love they call those. them dead weight balls too. Basically, it's more like sand so in there. Satisfying. And you slam it, and basically, you, you won't bounce up and hit you in the face. Yeah. Do not try to slam a medicine ball. I repeat, don't slam a medicine ball. It will bounce and hit you in the face. Yeah. Uh, I say that from experience. Think hard uh, basketball with weight. Yeah. 10, a massage roller, a foam roller. Um, I think this is that, that, that's a pretty decent recommendation. Um, I think if you know how to use a massage roller, I think it's definitely could be beneficial to you. Um, the problem is that, you know, it's, uh, not everybody knows how to use them. You know, obviously if it massages out or not, feels good, good on you, but, yeah. um, you basically, you, you want to make sure that, uh, sometimes a lot of people think you need to, you, you can use them to, uh, you know, alleviate a muscle strain, which is not always the case. So, um, you know, if you want to get a massage not out, go for it. I'd say that's probably a good idea. All right. Well, that's not a bad list. It's just no. like there's a few in there that are uh, a little a little questionable. Yes, exactly. Maybe there yeah. was just some um, motivation of let's stick this four four digit <laughs> costing yeah. item in here to bring up the curve on this. Right. this cost list all right so there we got our our recommendations apparently rolling stones recommendations which when you think about fitness you think rolling stones i know (laughs) definitely but we have one more thing we want to share with it we have our special section what's got us pumped yeah so what about i think last time you went first did I? So, I think so. Okay. So, so your finger's real close to my face right I'm now. So first this time. <laughs> Okay. So what I'm loving is I shouldn't call them farm fresh eggs. I guess they're <laughs> I backyard fresh backyard eggs. Backyard fresh eggs. So we were fortunate enough, like we talked about in the beginning of the podcast, we moved into a new house and we met our new neighbors and they happen to have chickens. Yes, yes, which means we get woke by the crowing of a rooster. Yes. And actually, it's much better than it sounds. Yeah, it's actually not. It's kind of like. It's not a, bad. Yeah, it's almost like a, a. It's very, not homely, but it's like, you know, a kind of. It's comforting. Yeah, nostalgic. Almost yeah, it is. Even though I don't think either of us were. Woken up by a rooster. I wasn't. I wasn't. No. (laughs) But uh, there's something. Yeah. There's something kind of, you know, quaint about it. I guess. Well, the funny thing is that we we don't live in the country. Yeah. We live in like an urban. Yeah. yeah, It's not. It's not even like a suburb. It's like urban. Yeah. yeah, True. Part of the city. Yeah. Yeah, So it's a. It's very common down here. So, yes, we were fortunate enough to move into to next to somebody who has chickens. Um, we got to go you visit them. You want chickens. Yeah, I want I chickens. And this is this is <laughs> meant to be. Okay, this everything is coming together. So, um, we went, we, Ella and I visited uh, the chickens last week, and our neighbors gave us four eggs. And so we were, we took them home and we made, you know, your, one of your delicious Dutch babies out of it. Yep. Ella broke one of them, broke unfortunately, one. even though, um, uh, you know, but we still were able to use most she of them. She got very upset too. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's one of those things, you know, I, 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 I wrote articles about, you know, back when I used to blog about, you know, the difference between uh, farm eggs and uh, kind of factory eggs and things like that. And there are some nutritional differences, um, mostly in the micronutrients. But um, I think it's more of the idea of kind of producing your own, you know, and something about like not having to rely on the food system, the industrial food system. And, you know, obviously we, we don't have chickens yet, but it's something I think that's uh, maybe more and more possible. The fact that we have more space now, we have 
uh, neighbors who know what they're doing. Neighbors that know what they're doing, who said they're getting a new chicken coop and getting rid of their chicken coop. <laughs> it's all meant to be. It's all meant to be. It's all meant to be. So, but I mean, I, that, the thing I'm loving is mainly the kind of self-sustaining, the ability to, to be sustainable, self-sustainable, you know, and, and, you know, producing your own food and, you know, taking care of chickens to produce eggs for you, for your family to eat is something that's very attractive to me. Well, so, and I will say from a taste side, far, like the the fresh eggs are so vastly different mm-hmm. than the like commercial farmed eggs Mm -hmm. like the yolks it's tough to get an orange yolk yellow sure everybody can get a yellow but not orange so i think that's a great one Mm -hmm. but i still don't want the responsibility of chickens that's all right right. (laughs) you want to take it on i do then that's gonna that's gonna be your that's gonna be your literally your pet project yes Go for it. So what's got me pumped is a little a little guy on Instagram. Now this I know this is going in a weird direction. You're like, what are you talking about? How can Instagram be anything but, you know, a time suck of my life? Well, I'm a big believer that digital can be for good. And this guy is one of them. It is the Tiny Chef Show. And if you haven't discovered this handle yet, I highly suggest it because it's this little uh, stop animation. And I know that the person who like came up with this concept used to work for, I believe, Amazon Prime mm-hmm. and like their production. And they're very talented. But they essentially found this little green figure and they brought him to life. And he now has a cooking, like he he loves to cook. He's vegan. And he's just this little ray of sunshine, this tiny little green ray of sunshine. Mm-hmm. And he's living in our world. You know, he's, he's living the life right now in terms of the like pandemic life. But he's very positive. He has a funny little accent. Um, He's all about like farming, just like what you're talking about, like growing his own food. Mm -hmm. He loves cooking in, you know, the kitchen whenever he can. He loves like spending time with his friends, cleaning up nature, walking outside. I mean, he just is such a wonderful little positive influence. He does have uh, songs that he sings. He loves to sing. And he will frequently sing while he does his work. This is him. He's, He's painting. So I will say his accent is something to get used to. yes it is it may sound silly but it's one of those things all right it sounds silly Mm -hmm. it's one of those things that can bring you some joy some entertainment and just some positivity like the days when like you know you just you just need a moment to clear your head you're tired of seeing all the same stupid crap on instagram Ella will frequently ask for Tiny Chef. Mm -hmm. There was a period of time where she didn't want to watch anything but Tiny Chef on Instagram. And he still is like one of my favorites. And this week he's put out some new stuff. I like what he's doing. He's always got a little pet project going. He always inspires me to like, you know, think about doing simple things. He's not doing complicated things. He's kind of making the best of his situation. So... Take a look at it. It's my recommendation for the week. It doesn't have to be crazy. It's just something to kind of lift your mental kind of positivity. Yeah. So yours probably everybody can get. Mine, very simple. Um, And yes, it may be a little bit silly, but 
You need some I think of that. that over maybe the theme of yours is that, like you said in the beginning, you can find there is a lot, there is good on social media. There is. You know, and you can, you can find it and, you know, that maybe spend more time, if you are going to spend time on social media, looking for the good stuff opposed to the infuriating stuff. Well, that's what I think it comes down to. You yeah. have to find the good stuff. This is one of those accounts that he's also on TikTok. Just going to throw that out there. It's great. But yeah, I just think that there are, you need to, you need to just focus on the things that bring you kind of, you need to do a little bit of the, um, oh, what's the lady that sparks a bit of joy. She has her own Netflix show now. Oprah? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Oh my gosh, this is going to drive me bonkers. You know who I'm talking about. I know who I'm talking Spark about. Bit of joy. Yeah, she's the tiny, petite little woman who like swept. She has books about like Doctor Ruth cleaning out your house, and you oh, only keep those things. Like no, I, I learned the folding technique. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking. About. Um, I would think it's like Marie Kondo. Or isn't that the lady that makes the pot pies? No. That's Marie Callender. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot her name. I know her name. All right, just well, maybe you can save me. that for the next, what has got this pump. But it's the same thing. It's the same idea. Focus on the things that spark joy. All right. That's a great note to go out on. <laughs> Focus on things that spark joy. All right. So thanks, guys, again for listening this week. Let us know if you guys invested in any of those uh, at-home equipment that we, rec- that we recommended or if you already have them. Yeah, and if there's anything else that you really feel is a great essential mm-hmm. for your home gym, Good call. let us know. That's right. You got anything else for them this evening? No, sir. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. We'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.